Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I'd say welcome in for the four of us, but it's really the three of us. Because for three of us, it's the first time you're seeing us on the Jacob Media YouTube page, phillyvoice.com slash the middle. You've seen Barrett Brooks already. You're probably sick of his mug. No, you, you can't. Oh, you mean him. today? Yeah, today. Um, the first 365, man. Yeah. Well, hey, hey, and, and since we're talking about that, let me first start off by admitting that I was wrong. Admitting that I let Harry push me down the wormhole on the rabbit hole, and I went full fledged into it, ran with it, and just totally just demoralized the head coach. When before I knew exactly what he said in a press conference, and I'm here to tell you I was wrong. I was wrong. Wrong about what? Wrong about what? Wrong that he. I mean that he made more sense this time. He had a better press conference this time. He showed more of who he is at this press conference, and he's not a blooming idiot. Well, I never said he was. Portrayed yesterday. Yes, but he's not owed the opposite either. He he has nothing as a resume. Like he is not owed. He's building anything. a resume. Aton, he's building it. Okay, but so is every other first year entry level head coach quote unquote and every other job. I don't owe him anything. Now I, I agree he's I not owe him the benefit him. of the doubt. No, yes. I don't. No, I don't. Okay. I, I prejudged him. him Preconceived notion. I like that. Yes. I prejudged him and I'm wrong for it. But he actually knew him as an idiot. I don't think I think you're misstating your own prejudgment. Yeah, you never you said he was an idiot. Neither yeah, did I, right. neither did Aton. I was That's this close I to Doug. I was this close to. Oh yeah. But you didn't <laughs> No, Doug, we did because – wait, hold on a second. Doug, we did because he didn't know how to use a damn headset, because he didn't know how to use the lights on his rental car, because mm. you had him sounding a little different, and you know the Charlie Manuel thing that comes in here. Yeah. So I don't think, Barrett, you went off at all to where you no. would have to apologize. Did well, they I was, I was, who, who got you feeling was, guilty this morning? No, I felt guilty. One of his Jedi mind tricks on you? and had No, you no, no, no. I felt guilty about it. I started feeling guilty about it after I watched the press conference yesterday. I thought about it, and I had a long time. I even slept on it, on how I was going to apologize to this guy for for for, for thinking in my head that he's a blooming idiot, hmm. and he's not. Let him be who he is. The scissors, then, if that's the case, if he's well, not the rock player. paper scissors. We're not going. I mean, that's that's that's. I played a couple idiotic, of rock paper scissors. That's idiotic. That's a little know, like Gruden, anyways. Listen, the, the, all some of the like the the Eagles beat media and people are virtue signaling with this. Look, he hasn't coached a game. We'll judge him on football when he coaches football. But until right. now, we're allowed to have an opinion that the guy doesn't present himself well. That he, well, he's very excitable. He's a very excited yeah. guy. He loves like football. And I'm good with care. that. I'm good with that. that. I don't care how he does in a press conference. I want to see what he right. does in between those lines. Yeah, that's see ultimately what matters. But in the meantime, right. people can have an opinion like, uh-oh, this guy's a little goofy. You know, like Chip was goofy, right? We're going to do this. We're going to do 100 plays. You know? Yeah. So you can have an opinion now. There's just so many people out there going, oh, Philly's the worst because they're they're making up their mind on this guy. Well, we'll judge him on football 
when there's football. In the meantime, we'll judge him on how he presents himself because we didn't know him from anybody until he presented. He was presented as the Eagles head coach. Well, they let him be who he is, and he's a, he's actually a sharp sharp kid. Uh, understanding that you know he 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 he's excitable. He's very and, collaborative. <laughs> right. So, you know, I, I've been through a lot of head coaches. I mean, I had what? Let me see. I, I've had. I've had eight head coaches that I've been under. At least they're toolless for at least two months. Very least two months of head coaches of NFL teams. And to be honest, I'm going to tell you the truth. He reminds me a lot of Harbaugh in his, his presentation. How he came out the gate just, you know, the same way he did. John Harbaugh. John Harbaugh. And, he, and he, yeah. he, eventually, he eventually turned around and... and and, and made that Ravens team pretty good. You're falling into it, right? Where you came out trying to move from what you thought was this spot or place of negativity. And now, was. instead of compensating to get back to the middle, you are going and doing what Carson Wentz is the next Brett Favre. This guy's the next <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I said okay, I, okay, okay. It's football. No, I'm saying I, I still got to see what he says, football. Okay. But in my mind, I'm telling you what's going on in my mind yesterday. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Are we like, this dude is talking about rock, paper, scissors? I don't give a damn about that. I want to know what's gonna happen when it's third and thirteen. You're backed up. You got 12 personnel in there with two tight ends instead of you know having four <laughs> wide receivers out there. I want to know those type of things, right? You know now. what's gonna happen? You know what's gonna happen? They're gonna play rock, paper, scissors yeah. to figure out if they're gonna run the ball or pass yeah. the ball. He's gonna be in the quarterbacks here, and Hurts is gonna be like, "Look, the clock's going. It's going down to 15. You better tell me what your play is right now. Let's go. Let's go." I can't Let's wait go. to watch the video of like Nick Foles coming to the sideline and saying, "Philly special, uh, Rochambeau. Nick, Let's figure Nick it Foles. out." <laughs> hey, I, Barrett, I want to know what I did yesterday to drag you down a wormhole because you because you just put it out there. It was fact. I, I didn't make it up. But the There's, way you put it out there, Harry. You, well, I'm a you, very effective communicator. <laughs> yeah. I, you I are an effective communicator. You want your message put out. I'm, I'm available. <laughs> the king of succinct. <laughs> I ain't going to waste anybody's time. That's a communicator right there. Yes, it is. <laughs> Harry has his way. Dog has his way. The they both starts now. Starts now. On the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket Can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Well, I don't know about Paul Silas or John Havelcheck, but Joel Embiid almost provided one of the most spectacular moments in a regular season game that we've seen in a long time. But the overreaction continues in this city, really, with two teams. One that I thought was utterly predictable about reasoning and trying to, once again, look at one game in the regular season and extrapolating so much and projecting so much down the line, which is so foolish in the NBA, which is a league of ups and downs and letdowns on a single night. And then the other one, which I, I did not predict by any means, as it's a Thursday, we welcome in Jason Bertitas hanging with us and Ron Culver back in Houston on Sports Map Radio as we are live on the Jacob Media YouTube page and phillyvoice.com slash the middle, is Barrett's movement of what he thought was full negative on Nick Sirianni, the new Eagles head coach, yesterday to a much more positive look, although still. I was ready to bury him. Yeah, 
but still, Barrett, still willing to dance around this. I played a couple of them at rock, paper, scissors. So we still have that to throw out there. But I, I don't know. You know, something came up in this, and, and I'm sure I'm probably more isolated than not. But I don't feel I owe this guy the benefit of the doubt. I feel like he was put on here. Like, he he was thrown, thrust upon me as a fan in ridiculous circumstances that ousted a head coach, a coordinator, and a quarterback. And this is not a typical, oh, we really had to make changes because we were so bad for 10 years. At the end of the day, man, we're looking at a guy that he just needs to start, man. He just started out wrong. His agent, the the organization – Put him out there bad, man, and, and put him in a position where no, they did. He, he, he didn't, put himself no, out there, Barrett. No, 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 no. He was told to be that way. And we and we know now he will be told to act accordingly. But when he was able to go out there and give who he is, I, I kind of liked what he was. Well, I still need to see how he coaches. Let's look at that as far as what he was told versus who he really is and then the reaction that's coming with it and Maybe we'll get a little rock, paper, scissors action in here. We have enough guys now to do a tournament in this thing. <laughs> it's the middlefieldyvoice.com slash the middle Jacob Media YouTube page. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Start your morning with Johnny Mac and Jody Mac across the Jacob Media Network. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, Um, The client only has one, and they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, The the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us, and we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation. And we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods. Your vacation, your way. 
Connecticut School of Broadcasting is now the CSB Media Arts Center, training in all that is media, including the nation's most successful broadcast training program with professional media experts whose entire mission is to get you career ready in just 8 or 16 weeks. Train on-site and online at our local campus in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. VA approved. CSB Media Arts Center. Visit GoCSB.com. This is the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Hey, Urban, you told Peter King that uh, you were leaning toward taking Trevor Lawrence with the number one pick. Have you made that decision? And is there anything preventing you from announcing it before uh, next week's draft? Uh, we have, are knee deep in the NFL draft uh, process, obviously, and you know we're going to meet with ownership tomorrow. And and uh, Trent and I are you know working together, but ultimately that's uh, the owner is going to pull that ticket on that one. And this is why nobody believes anybody in sports because hmm. they lie. They lie. That's Urban Meyer lying to you. <laughs> that it's the owner's call whether or not it's Trevor yeah. Lawrence. And and everything that, like, head coaches, press conferences, we're going to talk at length about Nick Sirianni. But I just to set the scene about probably one of the most absurd miscalculations of an answer that you'll hear, which, oh, it's the oh, – like, at least say we, we have other people. But to pin it on the owner then, the yeah. one guy that they know the press aren't going to hound. Right. Jeez. Unless you're Mr. Khan is going to be making the draft pick, huh? <laughs> yeah. You got the con. Okay. Like I'm going to be making the pick here in Philadelphia. I, I have more faith in that happening than Khan saying. Can no, you, you know, please? Well, look, I, honestly, well, who would you pick? Well, it depends who's available. I, I think if all things are equal and we have, let's say, well, who would the wide receiver be at 12? If they don't move. It'll be De- uh, Smith. And it'll be Waddle. You think Smith falls to twelve? No, Waddle will go before Waddle will go before Smith does. I agree. I don't think that the I, I'm I'm I don't think it's going to drop him as much as you guys think. Somebody's going to take Smith. He's a talent. But yeah, dude, but he's 166 pounds. A ton. Yes. Okay, yeah. but I'll, I'll throw out this piece. That's crazy light. We though that Tory. You're right, but Tory Smith put this out there. He played that position. I, Barrett can speak to this. I'm sure. But there is, and and look, you know, we watch it. Harry watches more than anybody I know outside of Barrett, who just is a junkie for it. But you know the difference of how much and how effectively you can grip people and hold people and use your hands downfield that you'll never get away with in the NFL. And I think that teams can look at his ability to break away and not be as easy to, to manhandle. And that can be a difference because he's got the speed and the hands to break away from anybody. It's just the size that's the concern. So if you it's the jam at the line, though, I like the I like the two. uh, There's one degree of that LSU receivers. Well, I like um, the two LSU receivers. They're good too. Okay. What about the other guy? He'll be there, but I think we can get him in the second round. Maybe. Then take Uh, a cornerback. Trade. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to. I'm at this point at number twelve. At, at, at number 12, if I can't get one of the three top DBs, 
then then I think they'll go with a wide receiver. And it'll probably be Smith sitting there at number 12. The Eagles have, what, 21 of the last 26 times? It's a ridiculous yeah. number. Well, you know, when okay. Sirianni was In the trenches, yeah. When Sirianni was with the Chargers for those couple years, coaching the wide receivers and working in the offense. You're talking about yes, Marshall's the other LSU receiver. They drafted Mike Williams from Clemson in 2017 with a top 10 pick. Mm. Mike Williams is six four, a big dude. Okay, Mm. so keep that in the back of your mind. That might be what kind of receiver he wants—a bigger guy. Because you have real rigor already to stretch the field as your as your speed guy, right? Rager, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind having two of those guys, but... I think Highsmith and the other guy from... Um, are are, are um, going to be his Mississippi State... Not Mississippi State, but um, Ole Miss will be his speed guys. Jalen Rager's going to be his gadget guy, like a Tyreek Hill. So what are they looking for now in the receiver? Well... I mean, I think they're looking for talent, right? <laughs> Whatever they've been looking for, look for the opposite. Yeah, right. Right. Here's the thing, like, if Slater is there at 12, I wouldn't be uh, averse to taking him. If Kawiti Pay is there at 12, I would be more than okay with taking him. So either side of the line, I think you're going to have arguably the second best offensive lineman in the draft available for you in Slater. And arguably, as weak as it may be, the top two defensive lineman that's available for you in pay, at least a guy who's played that you can look on tape and say he should be able to step right in day one into this rotation. So that's where I think I would almost default that the team does here just because that's what they do. Well, Well, wait a minute. Who's making the pick? Is it the owner for the Eagles? Yes. Yes. He's got a hand in it. Okay. I think, yeah, I think we have to. Let's just be that. clear about that first and foremost, right? Because the general manager yeah. and Andy Weidel, and they said a lot of the right things yesterday when it comes to the draft and collaboration and the yeah. scouts and all that stuff. I thought Weidel was impressive. I did too. He feels yeah. to me, he feels like a football guy, especially sitting next to Howie. I mean, anybody yeah. would, right? He's a smart but, dude, man. Yeah, he it, is. It, when yeah. I talk to somebody from the organization, that's who I talk to. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's Weidel. a smart dude, intelligent dude. He understands how how. Players can break out in certain systems. You know, he's learned from the best. So I, I think we What's need his to get background, more... eh, Eric? Oh, he's he's from that that Baltimore, Baltimore. lineage. Baltimore. Yeah, he was yeah. right underneath. That's not bad. No, <laughs> yes. he, was right underneath <laughs> he came with Doug. Douglas brought him right there. Right. From Baltimore. Yes. So mm-hmm. he understands the basics of scissors. what works well with, with, with what systems. Now, giving him the power to do so. Like, he can... Go out there and research, bring guys in, have his guys go look at guys, tell exactly what they want till he's blue in the face, have a list as long as, you know, the Mississippi. But if they don't pick from that list and they go away from the list, then he's, you know, it's all for naught. Tim McManus asked Allie Roseman that yesterday, and Allie Roseman didn't even address it. Didn't even deny it. He didn't deny it. No, he didn't. Like, did not even come out with anything that would be misconstrued or construed Mm -hmm. as a denial. (laughs) It was nothing. It was just like, oh, well, no, I'm just answering something else. Like, they go off their draft board all the time. Marcus Smith, yeah. they went off their draft. They panic. They panic. Like, can you imagine just not coming in to the final exam prepared past the first page? Yes, because like, I did it often. <laughs> yeah. I never did that. I, was, I always had a wait. I had, I had three different cheese sheets going. 
Unfortunately, I know I know that feeling, and I have recurring nightmares about it to this day. Yes, Harry, I'm with you. Right yeah. when you show up, yeah, and it's like oh, I haven't man. gone to one class all semester, and I got to go to the final, and I've got nothing. Yeah, and, and for some reason, you have optimism that you think you can maybe pass it. No, no, I never no. had optimism. No. You had that anxiety. That only <laughs> happened to me one time. I got lucky. It was uh, a movie. It was a, a paper that I had to write on a movie. And I didn't know what the movie was. I, I skipped out on watching the movie. The, it was like three times they showed it in different parts. Mm-hmm. And it turned out to be one of those uh, old, um, like Johnny Five, right? Movies. <laughs> it was like, the, it was this philosophy paper on the humanization of a robot and anything like that. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no idea it was Johnny Five, that movie Johnny Five, until I showed up on the paper and they were asking specific questions about the movie. So I that was the only time it ever worked yeah. and it lucked out for me where I got away with that. But every other time, no, it fails. That's us in college. Right. That's us hung over. That's yeah. us stoned, drunk, all the other things that come with it. You shouldn't be approaching an NFL draft that way. Absolutely. It's a board of 125 guys. That's you know, why you have scouts. And that's exactly what you have. Scouts. Said it, though. They're not listening to these no, guys. No, I know. But I, yeah, right. But, but then why do they have, have these guys? You have to, the decision maker has to have things under control. Right. right? And that's Howie. He's got to have all the input already there. And if this happens, that ha- this is where we go. This happens, you know, there's all these scenarios. And as every pick comes off the board, their their list should be getting shorter and more focused that when they get on the clock, they can't fumble. Right, right. Yeah, this, right. this is probably why Lewis Riddick, uh, you know, is no longer with the organization and doesn't like the organization, right? Yeah. You yeah. you have to be prepared for that, man. You're talking about franchise changing decisions. As much as we've hollered, cussed, and everything else about this organization on, and, and the draft picks that they have and lack thereof, they have to be ready to go out there and ace this exam. They have to be able to, man. They have to go in there with the insight that, all right, there's a lot of positions on this team that be upgraded. But who's number one? Who's number two? No. What position is number one? What position is number two? Now, do they draft to the position or do they draft next available player? These are all things they should be working out in their head right now in the different scenarios. You know, this, I mean, this, that's why I call it a war room. Right. Now, they won't be in a room together. They'll probably be Zooming it. But still, though, they have to have a, 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 a direction in which they're going. No surprises like J.J. Otega Whiteside mm. because he has a huge – Jump, I mean, it was a catch radius. radius, catch radius, yeah, yeah. Catch radius. yeah. They try to get a mini Alshon, which we That's saw right. deployed all but once or twice since he's been an eagle. Well, here's the thing, too, Barrett they, they have to figure out what they are from, from you know, their DNA, what they want their identity to be. I feel like they're an organization that is lacking identity because they don't know what they want it to be. No, I think they, they don't know do if they know want that. to be. Speed. They don't want. They don't know. They, I. I don't know what okay, they are. Okay. Yes. You're right. With you're right. That my fault. Because you know? I was going to say philosophically, what do they want yeah, to do? Exactly. And and that and that's 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 key right now because then from a, a, a picking standpoint, who's going to make the decision? Who's going to draw the decision? And why is it such a secret that we should know? If I'm the GM and I'm making the decision, I'm going to say, look, it's my damn decision. Right. I don't care what yeah. nobody else says. I pick these guys. Why right. don't I have some accountability in that? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm, I'm the one that gets crushed on the radio. Right. I don't care, right? If because me, then me. when then when things go wrong, you don't know who to blame it on. Oh, right, <laughs> right. But still, though, <laughs> by design, yes. That you man who the quarterback is yet. You know, I, I mean, like, how do you build the team when you don't know essentially how you're going to react offensively? Because, I mean, 
is is Hurts the starter? Probably, mm-hmm. but right. he's making him earn it publicly. Okay. Yeah. You know, just be a man about it. You're right. Be he's- a man about it. You know, you know grow some. You know what I'm saying? Well, I, uh, in, 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 in more the words of Jason, let your bags hang. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the big. Man bag. <laughs> Look, come you know, on. You know, that, man, that's I don't that know shit. that we can be that gender specific these days, Barrett. Oh, <laughs> Good point. You know? That's that's I, bad I news. Right, but I'm just saying, it, 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 it makes no sense to me that we have so – it's almost like you're being a coward on who makes the decision. Mm-hmm. I, if I'm, passing a, the buck. I'm the head guy. I'm the head guy. I'm making the decision. Look, I can't believe I'm saying this, but at the very least, look at how bad it was. Yes, but at the very least, you had Jerry Jones coming out and it was known. It was known this dude was making the picks. Yes. Until they had to allegedly, right, strap him down that one drag. He started to seed power over to Stephen Jones. He was the guy and it was if it boomed or bust or hit or didn't, he was the guy. He was the guy. And this is what I hate. And I hate to use that word, but this is what I hate about this situation is we have an owner who is doing that, is meddling, is, but he still won't come out and claim it. At That's what I'm saying. Yes. Claimed it, man. Thank you. Thank you, Shan. Thank you. I mean, I wanted, there's nothing wrong with being accountable for what you do. If that's my man on the blitz, if I know I have strong safety and the blitz comes and I don't get there, that's my bad. Yeah. I'll turn around to Big Ben. Hey, bro, my fault. I did that. I messed up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why not be accountable like that? It's ridiculous. All right. We got to take a quick one here. More on this. We had a pretty interesting game reaction as such. And look, I'm sure somebody on this show has something to say about the absence, the continued absence of an individual last night. I am really disappointed. So if I'm disappointed, I can't imagine how some of these other guys right here may think about it. Trust me, you're going to hear it all. I'm going to sit back, shut up. Yes, Martinez, that's possible. It's the Middle Philly Voice, (laughs) Jacob Media YouTube page, Jason in the house, fake news, Ron Culver. A lot happening here on Sports Map Radio as well. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation. And we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods. Your vacation, your way. Connecticut School of Broadcasting is now the CSB Media Arts Center, training in all that is media, including the nation's most successful broadcast training program with professional media experts whose entire mission is to get you career ready in just 8 or 16 weeks. Train on-site and online at our local campus in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. VA approved. CSB Media Arts Center. Visit GoCSB.com. 
the, the middle. You can't have pigs in a blanket followed up by filet mignon, followed up by peach cobbler. It's too much. It's too out of control. There Are you kidding be, me? There needs to be a sense of chocolate. I, I, I don't know who this person is. Filet mignon with crown royale. <laughs> Vanilla ice cream and apple pie. You might as yes. well just kick somebody in the groin. The middle with Aton Sander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on So I'm, I'm anxious to see, man. Whatever decision they make, I, you know, I, I'm I'm, start, I'm tired of pulling my hair. That's why I have any hair now on who they're going to pick in, as a number 12 pick. I told you what I want. I want a cornerback. Uh, if I can't get a quarterback, a, a cornerback, I want a linebacker. There's a chance they move up? No. Yeah, maybe. They see a target there? I don't think. That may be what you want, and I don't disagree with you, but they ain't taking a linebacker. No. They, they, they ain't doing it. it. I know. No. I know. Shame. They're not taking a tight end. They're not taking a linebacker. So they're not going to trade up for Kyle Pitts. No. I they, they, drafted, they drafted Hunter Henry in the second round while this guy was in Los Angeles. <laughs> You're listening to The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, Jason is in the house with us on a Thursday. And what up? Hunter Henry was good at Arkansas. He was great yeah. at Arkansas. Yeah, man. What's that? We're talking about, uh, you know, the Dolphins coordinator. He drafted um, Hunter, I think, in the second round. Hunter Henry in the second yeah. round while Sirianni was with the Chargers. Oh. Just trying so, to get a read on what he, you know, what kind of players he Sirianni might like. credit now for – well, I mean, in other organizations, they might actually allow the coaching staff to voice their opinions on what the players they want to coach and what fits the system, and they might actually take those opinions seriously. I don't well, know. I've also Frank, heard <laughs> Frank Reich sounded like you know he got out of here because he wasn't given enough say, and then he goes into Indianapolis and he takes everybody that's here that gets fired. He's got a little egomaniac to himself. I could see him eating everything first, and then everybody on the table getting some scraps. <laughs> I'll tell you what turned me off about the press conference yesterday is how he seemed to be making excuses again for misses in the draft. Did you hear that part where he's kind of like, hey, you know, it's not an exact science. We know that. Right. It's like, no kidding, dude. You know, it's the same thing in fantasy football. (laughs) You know, it's not an exact science. Yeah, I had Saquon Barkley last year. Yeah, like, come on. Build build a team, have an identity of what you want to do, a philosophy, stick to it, execute it. But they don't don't have that. And to me, that's the most disturbing part. Well, you know know, what? Drives me nuts. You're right, Jason. And Jason, if you look at the teams that are successful, they have identities. They have ideas. Look at Pittsburgh. Yep. They want to run the rock and play great defense. Yep. Kansas City. They want all their fast offensive players out there. 
and then have a you know a great tight end to take care of the middle of it. I mean, people that win have identities on who they are. It's and not, coaches you know, have DNA. Yeah, exactly. Of what they exactly. want. Yep. Yeah, but when you look, this is we deal with this in, in our industry all the time. You can't have an identity if people know you as someone or an entity that changes your identity. Yeah, you can't, can't be a chameleon. Right. If you keep changing people over on a show, it's hard to say this is what we are. It's right. movement. And the Eagles do that for <laughs> such a long time. The Eagles, and this is a Jeffrey Lurie thing for whatever reason, they would panic. And it wouldn't always be the top guy, but somebody on the staff or some coach, some assistant, somebody would be identified as the problem. This Corey Unland, he can't coach worth his squat. Get him out of here. Blah, blah, blah. And then if you do that, you throw a little drop or two of blood in the water for the sharks and everybody is okay because you've made that slight blood sacrifice each year. But what you're doing is the opposite of Barrett Steelers, the opposite of the Ravens, the, the Patriots. You can lose guys to other teams, but you're not getting rid of somebody because you went nine and six or seven, right? You or um, the 17 game because you went eight and eight one year in a down year. You don't panic and throw everybody out of the room and start over. But the Eagles do that to either a macro or even a micro every year. And I think that there is something to that where it's hard to build an identity. The yeah. reason why the Eagles won the, won the championship in, in 2017 is they did they change their identity. Yeah, they, that, but they changed identity. They started running around. Um, it, it started in the Charger game when LeGarrette Blanc had that 60-some, 70-yard run, and they saw how infectious it was, not just for the offensive side of the ball, but the defensive side of the ball, he punished Chikos, all those guys jumping around as he's just motoring guys over. Broke he broke a long run and he just started bulldozing people, trucking people. Exactly. Yeah. So from that Snot point knocker. on, yeah. they start running the rock. And what happened? It made the team tougher because when you start running hard nosed football, the defense gets hard nosed. The mm -hmm. receivers want to go out there and block for you. It's infectious, man. And everybody grows two inches and gets stronger. Exactly, it's <laughs> what happens. It it's true. It it's like that in all sports. When somebody goes out and dominates physically in any sport, right. everybody yeah. feels bigger. Yeah. Right, right, right. You're absolutely right, man. Yeah, man. Well. Look, you know, there is there's still this extreme level of skepticism that surrounds the head coach and the team is not really expected to do much. So those two things are kind of hard to ignore. And that's what I think is definitely going to hang. Like, look, we can't talk about how much this team dominates our city and you can apply it around the country to where there is this one dominant force in your town or your city, depending on what pro team or league that is. Most likely, if you live in an NFL market, it's your NFL team. Mm -hmm. But the point being is we can't talk about that and make oh Eagles town and take pride in it and not take the negative or at least the opposite end of it, which is we talk about this team all the time mm -hmm. and they don't give us much to talk about outside of dysfunction. Who's stabbing who? All these other things. Harry's well, part, hand. There's all of, kinds of drama with them, like yeah, whether that's they're why playing or about. not. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, you know, I, I feel kind of fortunate to be in a town yes, where you yes. have that. Uh, to be honest with you, but I'd yeah. love to get Barrett's take on Sirianni's overt enthusiasm and how that plays with veteran players in a locker room. Like, what's the take on that? How do they view this guy? Well, there's there's three things that, you know, from a player's point of view that you have to cross your T and dot your I. Number one, 
You have to be upfront. Don't sugarcoat things. You got to tell them the truth, good, bad, or indifferent. Because mm-hmm. it respect you more if you tell them the truth. I saw a coach lose an entire locker room. You know, Bobby Ross lost an entire locker room and ended up having to retire halfway through the season because he had said so many lies and promises to people that the mm-hmm. team no longer listened to what he had to say. You'll lose the team faster if you lie to them. Right. Number two, you have to get these guys better. If you're getting these guys better, then if you're losing – It'll have a lot, a lot less of a toll on the players as far as their ability to go out there and keep working hard and and, and, and keep putting themselves in better position. Because guys will start freestyling if you're not making them better. Mm-hmm. You have to make them believe in the system that you're doing. So you got to make them better. And number three, you have to be who you are. If he's a rah-rah guy, and that's what he is, it can't be I'm a rah-rah this day, but then I'm a hard-nosed Belichick the next day. Be true to what you are because the players respect you more than, than if you go out there and try to change and be a chameleon. They don't want that. We knew what Ray Rhodes was going to be. Mm-hmm. We yeah. also knew what BC was going to be. But I played for, you know, Butch Davis for two months. Butch didn't know what the hell he was going to be. You know, one day he come in a hard-nosed coach like he was, you know, the tuna. Then the next day he come in trying to, you know, hug everybody, be everybody's best friend like he was Doug. Hmm. No, Phony. we want to know who exactly you are. Don't be that guy that, all right, this guy's fake. You'll lose a locker room then, too. So if this you can guy. take care of those three things, you'll be good. If he's a rah-rah guy, he's getting them guys better Own it. and didn't lie to him, they'll be good with him. This guy appears Look. like more like a Pete Carroll type of dude. Yes. You know? Let's see. Or no. Harbaugh. Hold on. Yeah, like on the sideline. You had it, Barrett. You had it. You ended right on time. You nailed it. <laughs> If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid Um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, The the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on... Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. 
catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods. Your vacation, your way. Connecticut School of Broadcasting is now the CSB Media Arts Center, training in all that is media, including the nation's most successful broadcast training program with professional media experts whose entire mission is to get you career ready in just 8 or 16 weeks. Train on-site and online at our local campus in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. VA approved. CSB Media Arts Center. Visit GoCSB.com. Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. I played a couple of them at rock, paper, scissors, right? That was as easy as that. Rock, paper, scissors. Let's see how competitive you are. I'm competitive. I'm going to be talking trash to them. Did you talk trash back to me? Right? Um, Jeopardy. There's different ways to do it. It looks a lot of different ways. Anything you compete at, when you compete with somebody that's competitive, they're going to go at you no matter what, no matter what game you're playing. I played. Now, see, that's what I'm saying. Not, see, if no. you put it in that context. What context? It's, it's, not, what it's, context? Not, as, it's not as bad. It's not as bad then. I mean, he was talking about the competitive nature of, 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 of a player and a coach. I mean, I, I, I've, I've been around, like, first, Juan Castile. Yeah. Juan Castile was, 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 um, Terrible defense coordinator. By the way. <laughs> Good offensive a, line coach. Great offensive line coach. Line yeah. coach. But Richard Cooper coach. kept joking him. You know what I'm saying? He kept joking him. He kept joking him. Kept joking him. Kept joking him. So uh, after practice, we started walking towards, you know, this is when we were back in the vet. We started walking back towards uh, the vet. And we were out on the field. <laughs> he went up and he slid close to Richard Cooper. He said, hey, bro. He said, you got one more time to keep joking me in front of the guys like that. Now, if you want to, we can go in this indoor in there, turn the lights off and close the door and let the best man win. That's how competitive Juan was. Mm. He wanted to fight Richard Cooper, a 330-pound, six-foot-six offensive lineman. And he was a little bitty linebacker. Over That's what, competitive, though? huh? Over, Over joking him. Because he was him. joking uh, about him in front of the other players. Yeah, making right. him look bad. But That's what I'm saying. Like, in that environment. Not in a Zoom meeting where some coach who thinks he's trying to outsmart everybody else is throwing on you rock, papers. Juan Castillo would have looked at Nick Sirianni and said, this interview was over. That's what, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. what would Bill Romanowski have done? Right. He, he would have knocked Sirianni out. <laughs> <laughs> and then they would have picked Romanowski second overall. <laughs> but I mean, I know there are coaches that are that are hypersensitive. There's coaches that are that are hyper competitive. You know, I mean, I've been around coaches. It wouldn't care what the game was. It could be flipping quarters. You know, what I'm saying they would be so competitive, they would have to lose all their money in order for them to, uh, you know, to, to stop. Barrett, the point I would make in all of that is. I want people like that playing the sports and th that I root for at a professional level. Absolutely. And, and that's in your nature, inherent to compete. That's why you've made it in that one percentile. But in the context, speaking of that term, of interviewing a draftee 
it seems bizarre. Mm-hmm. It right. seems right. truly right. bizarre to put a young man in that position and then judge him. Because if I'm there, I'm thinking, what? what is this? Why yeah. are we doing this right yeah. now? Rock, paper, scissors has nothing to do with what I'm coming here to right, do. Right, right. But Although, he's trying to elicit this trash talk. I played a Philosophically, it's scissors. the right thing to do. You want to find out about a guy's competitive nature. But playing rock, paper, scissors, scissors is not how you determine that. Right. It's a strange way to do it. Like Right. Well, yeah. you used to be surprised all the information that these teams have compiled on these guys anyways. Mm-hmm. I mean, they know everything about a player that they're interested in. I mean, they knew stuff about me. I'm like, yo, how'd you find out about that? And you still want me to come? How do, they, <laughs> how do you find out if a guy truly loves football? Rock, paper, scissors. Because <laughs> some players don't. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I didn't start loving football until I got my first check. <laughs> what I would do, if I'm a general manager, right? And I want to know if this young man coming into the NFL really knows the game and has a passion for the game and a love and a history for the game. I'd book him on this show. That's what he would do. He'd freaking play. And then I'd see if this guy, if he could last eight minutes with the dog on Bart Starr and the ice bowl and everything that came. Jerry Kramer. That's not I know Jerry Kramer would have lost his ring if he knew how to play, if he loved the game. That's what I'm saying. Right. That's remember, what I would remember. Right. The offensive lineman, John Wellborn. Yes. yes. Yeah, of course. He hated football. He right. would never watch football. But, and, but he said, I know that I can make a living for a period of time and I'm not going to be able to earn this kind of money anywhere else. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to play as long as I can and I'm going to get out. And the guy never watched football. I think the question you got to ask players is, do you watch football when you're not playing? It's a lot of factors, man. Like, I'm telling you the truth. But, but who, who, Barrett, before you jump in there, does it matter to you if you watch, like, games or does it all I care about you watching football to J and maybe this is what Jason film. meant? Yes, film. Right. Well, like, I didn't start loving football until Monday night football. But look, that's what I'm saying. I didn't watch much I watched college football. I didn't watch probably any NFL football, but I watched college football all the time. And In my college. love wasn't, yeah. My love was basketball. But I was a gifted athlete in football, but not basketball. I was vertically challenged in, in, in basketball. But I could do things that a lot of players couldn't do, um, you know, on the football field, which made me a competitor in the aspect I never wanted to get beat. Right. So since I never wanted to get beat, it allowed me to play at a high level. It allowed me to play because I didn't want to go in there and be talked about when I got in the meeting room. We used to call it the the roasting uh roasting table mm-hmm. back in college where if we're in practice and somebody beats you, they'd roast you at the roasting table. And I wasn't trying to get roasted at any point. I would fight guys on the team before I get roasted. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't until I got that first check. When I got that first check, I really fell in love with the game. Mm-hmm. But before it was just being competitive out there on the field. That's the thing that I love the most, the competitive nature of playing a gladiator sport. That's okay. what I love. See, when yeah, I got my people f- were coming for your job. Right. <laughs> See, when I got my first check in radio, that's when I realized I really loved radio because I'm like, that's it. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm doing this for that. Yeah, I must be nuts. <laughs> the only people who realized how much you love radio before you did were the people paying you. Right. That's why it was so low. Exactly. I love, this guy loves to be here. Don't yeah. Just cap him right there. But, but Bear, you played with guys that weren't that, that were there. They didn't like football. It was just an, an, a means to an end. No question. No question. Like, for instance, Charlie Garner. Uh, Charlie, Charlie didn't love the game. A lot of Eagles fans are not going to like hearing this. Charlie yeah. didn't love the game, but Charlie loved that paycheck, mm-hmm. and he would do whatever for that for that almighty dollar. Well, whatever motivates you. Influence like that, huh? Did Ricky love the game, or did he love everything that came with the game? He Probably. loved the response that people gave him right. from the game, right? But I could see him the adulation. Not Right. Yes. But yes. I, can't you see Ricky Waters not liking the game of football? Oh, absolutely. But, like, but loving everything that comes sure. with it. Yeah. He loved the the, the the sport. You know, you you look at Gladiator, and you see what 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 the um you know the the when he was getting talked to by the guy you know before he, he knew who he really was before you know he was just a Spaniard you know and he was talking to him like hey you got to control like, the crowd you got to get the, the crowd in the crowd. Can you win the crowd, on YouTube? win your freedom. I think he was from Spain. That's the correct term now, right? Huh? No, go well, ahead. they called him the Spaniard. That's what I know. I'm you know. But you win the crowd, you win your freedom. Mm-hmm. And that's what he told him. Well, it's, Ricky was like, all right, I'm going to win the crowd because I love everything that comes with the with the crowd. I love Maximus all Decimus, yeah. Decimus Meridius. Yeah. Oh, my man. <laughs> Unleash hell. <laughs> you know that actually that that brings up something I was thinking about. We have to talk about these NFL rule changes. Mainly, the, the, the most obvious one is overtime has been. We've talked about this at length. I guess somebody was listening, or at least somebody other than us came up with the brilliant idea to end overtime in preseason games. My goodness, some rule changes stuff too, and also the this funny little thing you have to do if you want to change your number now. And what happened last night into what's going to happen tonight? We had huge expected huge matchup from the Sixers and Suns fizzle because Ben Simmons decided to sit again or was out again, whatever the hell was the thing. And the Flyers are finally back. It feels like it's been what? three days, right? Oh, yeah. I missed them. It has been three days. I First time they've fire. had a three-day break since February yeah. 7th. Yeah. They should oh, take man. the rest of the year off. They've worked very hard. <laughs> I think some have, Harry. <laughs> yeah. Barrett, I, want, I was going to bring this up, and Barrett, it's actually a nice little segue here. And Jason's here, so there is a perfect representation of an example, at least for Jason. I don't know what Harry's would be, but if you, if Ron, let's say Ron Culver is going to hit us with fake news coming up in the second hour, were to hit you, one of the three of you, and I'll look at mine and give you my answer for trivia on the show or movie, you know, the best. And it may be, it's better if it's a show, right? Because it's, it stretches. So I have no doubt that Ron Culver could spend an hour looking up deep cut level trivia on the Sopranos and Mertitas would nail every single one of them. Yeah. Probably not even hesitate right. to nail every single one of them. People so, try and get me on Twitter all the time. All the questions. time. All yeah, the time. And it's the jacket. Come on. I, yeah. I, what I took from Rocco DeMeo. Um, I could beat David Chase, the creator of The Sopranos, in a Sopranos trivia contest. <laughs> wow. You know, honestly, Barrett, as funny as that is, and I'm with you laughing, I think he could. Yes. Like, wow. I think if it were a blind test and we had two guys in that silhouette mm-hmm. behind there and there was no bias in it and the person, people asking questions and everything like that, and you got, I guarantee you could go toe-to-toe with Chase. Absolutely. So you probably have a better idea how the show would end than Chase, I can tell yeah. you that. 
I would have changed but, it. That's for sure. Yeah. Would, <laughs> so think about that. Like, what would yours be, Barrett, Harry? Like, if there were a show, you know, for me, it's the obvious one, right? Where I just, it's the King of Queens. Yeah. I would say The Office, but I tap out by about season four anyway. Um, Seinfeld. Okay, great. I feel like Seinfeld is, is going to yeah. be everybody. Seinfeld and Friends well, are going to be popular. Ones. Our guest go- in the next hour, his would be Seinfeld. John oh. Clark. John Clark. Yeah. Sunshine. I don't know I don't, that I have a show that I was ever that devoted to. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I have a movie. I, I, I okay. like old movies, but not really shows. You know what I'm saying? Because I watch all I watch is car shows. Like my, <laughs> I, I got it on. You know, Speed Vision right now. I mean, that's oh. all I do is watch car shows all day. My my daughter gets so pissed off. But you know, if it was a movie. It'd be Talladega Nights, man. Oh, I saw the part of that this weekend. <laughs> that's, oh, that's, that's, first the movie, that's the movie you would. This is like Desert Island, the movie that you would want to be associated with as the expert. Like you are the expert at fill in the blank to where Culver, you are unstoppable. Like you Bruh. can't be stumped. That's I, the I, I just want to be associated ever. with this Talladega. Why not go Gladiator? I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. <laughs> How about that line? There's I'm all hot to ball Mountain Dew. Yes. <laughs> I've never seen Talladega Nights, but I've been to Talladega Motor Speedway. Okay. Yeah. Bro, and this, they're it, more compelling than Talladega Nights. Right. I, Bro, that's, that's a classic movie, man. It's classic, man. You know, if you're not first, you're last. I sang Talladega like by Eric Church. Wow. So Barrett yeah. Talladega. El Diablo. Yes. What is El Diablo? Unbelievable. Some type of fighting chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Shake a beat. That movie cracks that me just up. Happened. <laughs> I I don't get it, man. Bro, he said, he said well, if if, if if anything if it means anything to you, every time we had sex, she was alleviated. She was out <laughs> conscious. <laughs> I don't one of you two is going to have to do a better job of setting that up. Because this is not my fault, Ron. This is not my fault. This might be one of the few times I will publicly and preemptively stand up for Jason Bertitis. This is not his derailment. No, it's not. Is ha- I, I'd rather... No, say you know, crepes. Say crepes. I will not say crepes. Oh, he broke it. Oh, 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 he broke it. Yeah, I'd rather watch Aaron Rodgers... Guest host another week than Talladega Nights. Get out of here, bro. <laughs> Joe Buck is coming. Yeah, on, on, end the show. End it. Just throw it out of a third story window right now. You can't even eulogize Trebek the right way because you trampled all over his legacy with Couric and Oz and Rogers. End it. It's the middle. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods, your vacation, your way. 
Connecticut School of Broadcasting is now the CSB Media Arts Center, training in all that is media, including the nation's most successful broadcast training program with professional media experts whose entire mission is to get you career ready in just 8 or 16 weeks. Train on-site and online at our local campus in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. VA approved. CSB Media Arts Center. Visit GoCSB.com. The, 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 middle. the middle. You can't have pigs in a blanket followed up by filet mignon, followed up by peach cobbler. It's too much. It, it's too out of control. There Are you be, kidding me? There needs to be a sense of chocolate. I, I, I don't know who this person is. Filet mignon with crown royale. <laughs> Vanilla ice cream and apple pie? You might as yes. well just kick somebody in the groin. The Middle with Aton Sander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on I got some good player props for the Flyers game tonight. Okay, good. Um, time around 54. Yeah, apparently I'm playing golf with uh, Colin Berger on Sunday morning. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Going to be coming to my club. Nice. How you hitting them, Harry? I've never hit it better. No kidding. Yeah. Oh, get off the get off the clear. And look what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Look, I, had I never to do with it. I never hit it better. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get out and play. It's been a while. In the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. There was this hilarious video last night of Knicks fans exiting the garden like it was on fire and cheering and jumping into each other. And then you see this random fan wearing the Lawrence Taylor jersey, of course, right? Oh, yeah, of course. Celebrating that they have now moved ahead of Atlanta to the the fourth spot. Exactly. And I I don't know. It just it felt weird. I don't know. I kind of I felt sorry for him. Did you? Yeah, I felt sorry. They're celebrating what? Well, I mean, playoffs. Well, look where they've been for. They they were a laughing joke, like a running joke of the NBA for years. Well, they're no longer. Well, their owner is and and has been. Well, the whole franchise. Yeah. Well, yes, because the owner was involved heavily in everything from yeah. picking coaches to picking players mm-hmm. to everything along the line. I mean, you talk about a meddler. That guy is the worst of it. It's Dolan, Dolan, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. James Dolan. And, and look, they're they're as good as every other team outside of the top three, but it's it feels like this is this this is when Sixers fans were criticized for celebrating 
being out of that murk, right? That tank when you started to see Simmons and Embiid on the floor together and people above them were like, all right, man, just, just slow down a little bit, slow down a little bit. And in retrospect, yeah, I agree. We should have slowed down a little bit because this stuff takes time. But what the hell are you celebrating? You get pounded in the second round if you could even make it there. This For is that a- organization. It's a oh, step it's- up, though. Yeah, it's not, you're relevant. not a lottery pick anymore. Yeah, you're probably you know? better off at this point, bro. You celebrate when you when you've hadn't had a chance in a long time. So, like I said, when I when I first went to college, Kansas State had a one. No, oh geez, there he's frozen. Oh, I thought that right, was me. right there. People right. were people were uh, noticing a weaker connection with Barrett today. Ruined. Right, yeah, you see All that? Right. He's right. Yeah. Look at that. Now, this is a good question. He changed about his mind on Sirianni. At the top, I know. The question from Ruin, I think, is accurate. Do the recent Sixers losses hurt Embiid's MVP chances when they won without him? Look, there's there's something to think about what's going on with Jokic and this percep- perception part of me that they were going to be bad and that they would lose and that even if his numbers were okay, them losing games would hurt his chances. Mm-hmm. So how could it not be the opposite in the case of what Ruin said? We'll talk about that coming up. It's the middle. Jacob Media, Philly Voice, Sports Map Radio. Football in Philadelphia is a lifestyle, a passion from birth, and a personal responsibility to know the game. Boo when necessary. And think about Eagles. Every second of every minute of every hour of every day. Birds 365 was created for you. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Birds 365. Start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network. Watch it live on YouTube. I mean, look, I, I think at this point, people need to just move past Joel Embiid winning any award and Ben Simmons as well. I tell you, Ben Simmons has hurt his chances at Defensive Player of the Year more than Joel Embiid did for MVP. Yeah. By not showing up against Steph and then Devin Booker. Yeah. there It's yeah. not going to be Simmons on Giannis. I, I hate to break it to you guys to where we're going to start seeing this defensive player of the year talk again. He could shut down Chris Middleton or somebody like that. That's fine. They're not going to put him on Giannis, especially towards crunch time in that game. They've got two against the Bucs. So it's, it's just so disappointing because why else, right? Like, what are we hearing? We didn't hear anything that we still don't get anything from doc about it. It's undisclosed. Yeah. Undisclosed illness, but it's not COVID. No, is it a workload management thing that you're it's, trying to get around? It's Steph Booker flu. We got to see if Moderna yeah. has a vaccine for this for Ben. Unbelievable. Imagine if he would have played against the Warriors and he would have kept Steph from 30 points and broken that streak. What that would have done for his DPOY Which status. we because he cares about, clearly. Right, right. That should be what motivates him, but no, he's he's tapping out. I don't know what's going Weak. on. I, I honestly, this is disappointing. They, they, I heard that he may not even make the road trip. 
undisclosed illness. This this is not. Look, they'll say personal reasons, something you're going through. Barrett's something. muted. What? Barrett's muted. I can't. Oh, okay. Here we go. There he is. There he is. You back? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't know what happened, bro. No, that's fine. I make. I'm glad we got the heads up that you were mute. I didn't even see that. But I I don't know. This is ridiculous. That so you tell you why do you think it beats out now? I'm sorry. Why do you think Embiid is out? What did Jokic do that was so mind blowing that um, Embiid is out of MVP race? Because it's, he's saying because the Sixers are losing. I I disagree though. Embiid is still what he had thirty eight last night, thirty nine yeah. in game yeah. four. Right. He's by and he's keeping them in these games. It's right. not his. You know, he almost won at the last. I mean, the, that shot yeah. he almost made. Well, yeah. that's Come on exactly now. what Jokic is doing without Jamal Murray. So there's no gap that's being narrowed. And Jokic is winning these games without yeah. Murray, whereas Embiid is losing them despite. And look, it's not Embiid's fault that right. Harris has a knee. It's not to his fault that whatever the hell's going on with his stomach and Simmons, but it's going to hurt him. Right. You're that right about that. Gonna hurt him. Yeah. yeah. That, that's my point of it all. And look, here's the thing. At the end of the day, head to head, I'd rather have Joel Embiid than any other big man in the NBA by a mile. No question. But when we're talking about the context of this award, he just he doesn't play enough. He doesn't play enough. Voters look at stat lines. They're not looking in the, in the micro like we do. That's you know, not about a, wins and losses. They look at the thing that's going to hurt them is what you just said, Aton. Right. Is that but he I'm missed saying, too many look, games? It's not. Well, actually, I, I take that back. You're right. You're right. You're right. That there are a lot of voters who just look at the uh, that the external i shouldn't say that we have access yep. to to a couple guys one in particular and kurt who will will go deeper than yeah. that well I, and he's, I he's east coast based too you know west coast oh. voters aren't no he's he's west he's coast based. he's in or west coast yeah. he's in well, well shannon look at this well shannon look at this we're right jay i'm sorry i think i think that Embiid is still in it simply because we're in a top four market and yeah. that's in 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 yoke they don't get a Jokic doesn't get a lot of of, of press and 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 He's not out in front of everybody like Embiid is. Embiid's in middle of everything. This Part city is, is always in the middle of everything. Yep. Yep. Wait. Wait a second. Jokic absolutely is on the forefront of everybody's minds. No, not really. In the NBA, yes, he is. Sorry, what do you mean? He he's on highlight reels. He's being dis- it, it, the best player in the NBA. If you, if you look, if you look, if you that really look at so even talked about, I know Shut about Jokic and B gets way more, more press than Jokic way more press in what sense? I don't know. They talk about Jokic a lot on the jump. He's that's what I'm saying. Like the NBA, if you are a talent, if you are an individual talent, the NBA will find you. You can get lost every now and again in the NFL, right? You could be a really good player. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Jacksonville, and it's, hey, we ain't going to talk about you. But that's that's where I think I slightly disagree, Barrett, is while I agree that Joel Embiid is more popular, absolutely right. more popular, I think when it comes to the NBA discussions, Jokic is right there at the forefront. Have if he played, 
If Jokic played in Chicago, he'd win it almost every year. If Jokic played in Miami, mm. he'd win it almost every year. If he played with the Nets, he'd probably win it every year. You Have get you seen the latest odds? Well, he also has – right, and I think this is the year that he's really established himself, though. He, he's and, minus 360 to win it, and beat is plus 340. Yeah. <laughs> is he? <laughs> yes, I can't believe it. Updated two days ago. Wow. That's insane. Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket Can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, we have a couple of things happening here, right? The second hour. John Clark is going to join us. JC. 1240 Eastern Time. Barrett's uh, co-worker. He's going to be in his car. Is he? I'm just warning you. Okay. Yeah. Is he aware? Been a good guy to have for fake news too. Or? He will. He will be at some or airport somewhere trying to get a story. Johnny Airport, man. That's what he does. Sunshine. Okay. What did you <laughs> ask? Open it, Bruce. Is he aware that this is a streamed program and that we need his face? Up? Yeah. Well, you know, he was on Birds three sixty five last week. I, I didn't know that. Now yes. we are going to be accused of pinching guests. I can already see right. text. From John McMullen to Joe Krause atop Jacob Media, yeah, asking why are these guys taking our guests? Well, they not only they Joe. not only pinch our guests, they pinch our co-hosts. That's very true. I stand corrected. They pinch everything. I, I guarantee you they're, they're gonna the varsity man on with Mertitas tomorrow. Watch, right? Birds they're the varsity. Sixty-four and a half. Here's the half. Right. They'll take a break from the ice. birds and talk flyers for about ten minutes. They're the varsity. We're JV. The hockey minute hair. You're part of it. <laughs> we. Look at Barry trying to slide. Remember those battles here. at the radio station about guests? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh. That's my guy. They were epic. Oh, oh my God. goodness. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I, I, there was the only place I ever had to apologize to guests ahead of time mm-hmm. for who I worked with. They were like, either yeah. mad that you had a guy on because they wanted him, or they right. were mad because they didn't agree with the guest being on, like right. Charles Davis. Hey, what are you having that guy on for? Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, speaking of which, we did rank yesterday the best ways to get virtual or Zoom gauge of competition. General knowledge did come up as means. Mm-hmm. Sirianni, oh, that's you want your general knowledge question? That's how we ended the show. All right. So, yes, Russo did call him Jockich. And, well, I, I don't know. Jason gave you the odds. This thing's over. Also, a couple of things to look at tonight. Martinez has some individual plays for you. We're not going to get out of here before we get some plays. Maybe even a skunk in the air. It's the middle. Oh, man. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Jody Mack. The legendary sports talker joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client, that a client just simply isn't another number. 
while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods, your vacation, your way. Connecticut School of Broadcasting is now the CSB Media Arts Center, training in all that is media, including the nation's most successful broadcast training program with professional media experts whose entire mission is to get you career ready in just 8 or 16 weeks. Train on-site and online at our local campus in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. VA approved. CSB Media Arts Center. Visit GoCSB.com. is the middle on the sports map radio network presented by rocket mortgage live from the o'reilly auto park studios here's aton shander barrett brooks and harry mays jason martinez in the house thursday fake news coming up in about 13 minutes john clark is going to join us this hour and from there who knows right did we miss anything in the first hour? I know we were just hitting this whole thing with Ben Simmons and the Sixers and all. And look, I, I think this is going to be a huge weekend because you've got two games in a row. And Kyle Newbeck, who joined us yesterday, right? Or was that mm-hmm. Tuesday? That was yesterday. Okay. Thank you, Harry. Mentioned this because I probably sound like a broken record bringing this team up because everybody, it seems like a lot of people, at least in this Sixers Twitter, will have you believe that the Milwaukee Bucks are just a paper champ that you can flick right right over. Yeah. Nope. I, I, I refuse to buy. There's something Plus, about Milwaukee flying under the radar this year, whereas every other year they've had so much pressure and they've crumbled that I can't ignore. Plus, you got two straight with them on the road. That's my. That's the whole you know, point. Yes, yeah. Tonight and Saturday. I don't even know if Ben Simmons made the trip. That's another thing. You know, we got no Tobias Harris. I mean, uh, what's the line on tonight's game, Aton? 
Well, I can tell you right now because it's, Walk, it's got to be a fave, right? Oh, well, Phoenix was favored by one, and it ended up going to three last night. Really? And it's a back-to-back -back yeah. for the Sixers. Well, three and, and a half. A close yeah. three. three and a half. It's uh, Milwaukee's an eight-point favorite tonight. Wow. I wow. Love you. You, think, you think MB plays? I don't know. Back yeah. to back? That, that, Barrett, that's a fantastic question because without Simmons and without Harris, I don't think that it changes whether or not Embiid plays from a health right. standpoint, right? I think exactly. he, he did bang his it's knee his again last pro. night. So uh, so he definitely won't play. What that's status quo. Ben will be probably be back, though. I think Ben will play. You think so? Well, it, think let's so. see. Did he make the trip? Harris, I don't know. Go. There was some doubt as to whether he was – they couldn't even tell if he I was going to make I said he trip. wasn't. I'm looking it up, but I thought Doc said he wasn't making the trip. Hmm. Wow. I guess not. I mean, you can't. I mean, if it's going to hurt Embiid's chances in the, in the playoffs and he needs this rest, then you got to rest him. And you can't even worry about losing this game. It'll be the third game in a row. Yeah, you, but you don't want to drop down to the two seed, though, do you? Right, no. Exactly. You might drop down even more depending on what happens with Brooklyn over the next couple of days. You know, they're actively sitting guys as well, mm -hmm. not just the top three who are in rotation. Other guys are sitting as well. Now, you know, after this stretch here with Milwaukee, back-to-back, back-to-backs at Milwaukee, not back-to-back -back days, but games, their schedule gets a lot easier for the rest of the season, the Sixers. Correct. After this. This is the last really big stretch. Yeah, Doc Rivers actually talked about how it, it does come across that way. I guess unfair was a term he used, but there is something to that. It's funny, one of their coaches on the on Phoenix walked up to me before the game. He said, you guys play us in Milwaukee, and they haven't played since us? And he's like, that, that's insane. And I said, well, we just got to, you know, rub it a green on this one. Uh, but we're going to go in. We're going to try to get out of here quickly, Mark. Uh, we're going to rest all day. Hopefully we'll be ready for tomorrow. Um, and then, you know, after that, we get a day off. Uh, then we play an afternoon game, I think it is. So yeah. uh, clearly it's a disadvantage. Um, but what are we going to do? We're going to show up and we're going to try to win them both. That's our goal. It's funny. Yeah, with who? Yeah, right. That's yeah. my, before I bet, my goal is to find out with who. By the way, Milwaukee hasn't played since Monday. Right. Sixers are coming in on a back-to-back -back with a – depleted roster yeah and they're playing a team in milwaukee on the road that hasn't played since monday yeah they're laying in wait they're gonna yes. whack them yeah they're gonna now after milwaukee they got oklahoma city at home atlanta at home two against atlanta at home now atlanta's a decent team at san antonio at chicago at houston that's not too bad then yeah then the pelicans at home they're a good team Detroit at Indiana at Miami, okay, and then they finish with two against Orlando. Well, let's see what Miami's like back at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are easier games than not riddled throughout that schedule, which is why it's kind of hard for me to play my little violin for this next stretch. And the biggest thing is, I go into these games. I look as a fan of this team, we should be going into each season knowing that there's going to be load management with Joel Embiid. That's just it. That's the condition right. that he plays with, right, Barrett? Moving forward. They have to, is, yeah. Somebody's going to get hurt. And in this case, it's Tobias Harris. There's a physical ailment that we can attach to Tobias Harris, and it sucks that it's at this stretch of the schedule. But you know what? 
you go into the season, you know that's going to happen. What you don't kind of expect is whatever the hell's going on with Ben Simmons right now, at least because we have no idea. I think it's a little more than just getting sick from from a stomach virus. I, I think it's more so nerves, man. I mean, it, that's that's something, you know, like I said, I talked to Brandon Brooks about it, and he was very, very open about, you know, him dealing with anxiety. You know, and I mean, it, it happened. I probably had some anxiety, you know, during my tenure in the NFL. Also. I have anxiety getting up every day to talk to you guys. I do, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got to come with my stuff every single Especially day. Especially when I know Aton's not there. My my The pit in my <laughs> stomach, you should feel it, Barry. It's Fair unbelievable. I get enough. that text that there's no Aton. I'm like, what? I was literally, I'm going to tell you the truth. I was literally <laughs> laying in bed at about 8 o'clock on, on Monday morning because I was – I had imbibed uh, pretty heavily on Sunday, and I wasn't feeling all that great. I wasn't looking forward to the show. There wasn't a whole lot to dive into. And then I get a text saying that Aton's out. I'm like, what? You should have right. seen me jump out of bed. Because the shows are different when, when, when Harry's doing the show. And it's just me and Harry. It's, well, it's a lot good. different. Well, it has to be yeah. different. It's a lot yeah. more heavy lifting. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, what it is is what it is is he makes sure that he goes over his time. If he teases something, he's going back to exactly when he said he's going to go back to it. Oh, I that's mean, a rip. Is he? Are you ripping Aton? No, I'm not ripping Aton. I said it's two uh -huh. different styles. You know, saying so you got somebody that's very measured over here, then you got Aton. Aton makes the flow. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Oh, I'm nah. you see how he got out of that, Aton? You yeah. make it I'm flow. Just saying, I'm saying. Yeah. Nick Sirianni trying to back out of the rock paper scissors statement. I mean, this is uh, this is some no. right here for us. Oh, even 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 wow. when I work with Jason, I work with Jason. You know, a couple times when we were at the other station, uh -huh. Jason's a different type of guy to work with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, you describe. Know, he, he, I need more details. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like like <laughs> you don't know how. Yeah. <laughs> Like we haven't done a million shows. Yeah, let's compare notes on <laughs> What do you mean by that? Oh, this is what I mean. Oh, okay. Well, I'm a seasoned broadcaster. I got, I'm looking to gain clarity. <laughs> right, right. Okay. That's a very fair question. Okay. No, look, I'm a, I'm I, I a shut up, man. Three yeah. hours out of a four-hour yeah. show. And then that fourth hour, man, it, it, yes. it, it could be a little spotty. Uh, I got to fill four hours, Stevie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, That's when you're hoping he takes an Adder an Adderall or something yeah. about twelve thirty. Hour I four. One time, <laughs> oh. I remember one time it was it was I was on with Jason, and uh, dude kept saying we we got to talk more Eagles. I mean, I mean, God, you you got Barrett right there. What are we talking about? What are you talking about? This 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 is what he says. What are you talking about? We're talking about Eagles for what? They suck. <laughs> the Flyers just won seven games in a row. What are you talking about? Well, Barrett doesn't really talk Flyers. I'm like. It doesn't matter. I'll talk it. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. They oh, won yeah. seven games in a row. Like, <laughs> they used to, that, that it's like May, right? Mm -hmm. You're the, yeah. The Flyers are in the playoffs, and we're gonna talk Eagles. Like yeah. nothing's <laughs> happening. Well, that what that's also me to say. That's and also they were stuck in at that time too. <laughs> that's also disrespectful on his part to Barrett, thinking that he can only talk that one right. sport. Exactly. You know, I like, know Barrett can't. He's not going to be able to give us anything on hockey, is he? He's a football guy. Yeah, well, right, he, right, right. He watches right, right. all the sports. What are you talking about? <laughs> yep. No, and not only, and, and I've said this before. Heads up. Barrett's savvy and smart enough, and a, and a good enough broadcaster, where he can take his knowledge from being a professional athlete and apply it to any sport. Exactly. But he, man, it was a battle, wasn't it? He was he was steady telling you, know, I'm not doing it. I know yeah. what I'm doing." <laughs> <laughs> Why well, you say it all the time? When you and I work together, Harry, and you and I, I'm not ignoring any of the sports. Right. right. I'm not no, doing no, it. I, I get that. 
And, yeah. and maybe everybody can do that though. That's the other thing too. Yeah. Right, right. But, but right, I'm right. not an expert on every sport. You no, know what I mean? You don't have to be. You don't have to. Yeah. You got you just have to know that you're not. Mm-hmm. Well, and, there, right. there's a level of what would you call it? Barrier. There, there's a level of just this failure uh, or fear, if you will, to admit that you don't know anything, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. The old Francesa mentality that has come down on. So, that's why morning hosts usually are the most self-deprecating, and the afternoon guys are the ones that have to hit you with that they know everything and everything mm-hmm. and everything because it's easier to be an idiot when people are waking up and coming in. But, but I think in our genre, if you admit that you're wrong about something, it's an immediate, Oh, you don't know. You didn't yeah. know that rule. You don't know the sport. Yeah. You didn't know right. that. You can still have it in the seventh round. You don't know the sport. You got it. You got to Yeah. You got to admit that just because you're not an expert on it doesn't mean you're not entitled to a, a, an opinion. You know right. what I mean? Like That's you can have an opinion. Educated opinion, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, if, if you know sports, though, and you know the psychology of, of professional sports or whatever, high-level competition and all of that stuff, then you can apply anything that you're better versed in to that. And if you don't know, I, hey, if I don't know something, like, I don't know it, but best believe I'll be well-versed the next time you talk to me about it because, I mean, you just got to study. You got to see what's going on. You got to research. What's going on. A lot of NFL players, I mean, a lot of players, period, that come from their sport and they come in, you know, with these big names, they don't put in the homework of studying and understanding you don't know everything. So when they're asked something about something else, they're not well-versed at it because they haven't studied. That's one thing I've learned. You have to study everything, you know, and that's one thing you guys tell all the time. Look, man, you, if you don't know, say you don't know, but go ahead and, and study about it, and I bet you'll know next time. And that's the way I, that's the way I roll, man. Yeah. Uh, you can't, you can't study pretend you're an expert when something when you're not. We got to take a break. It's the middle fake news. No matter how much yes. you study for that coming up next, it's the middle. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap. Go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods. Your vacation, your way. Connecticut School of Broadcasting is now the CSB Media Arts Center, training in all that is media, including the nation's most successful broadcast training program with professional media experts whose entire mission is to get you career ready in just 8 or 16 weeks. Train on-site and online at our local campus in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. VA approved. CSB Media Arts Center. Visit GoCSB.com. The, 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 middle. the middle. You can't have pigs in a blanket followed up by filet mignon, followed up by peach cobbler. It's too much. It, it's too out of control. Are you kidding be, me? There needs to be a sense of chocolate. I, I, I don't know who this person is. Filet Le mignon with crown royale. <laughs> Vanilla ice cream and apple pie? You might as yes. well just kick somebody in the groin. The Middle with Aton Sander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. 
On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on floor. About it, Barrett's already verified. Daniel Jeremiah saying he thinks the Eagles will go edge rusher with the first round pick. I, I mean, I don't doubt that. I yeah. mean, if they go by history, that's what they do. Well, and also he he brought up the fact of the defensive coordinator's history, where he's been with Indianapolis and Minnesota that they they value pass rush primarily. Mm-hmm. So do the Eagles too. It's a good mixture right there, yeah. right? I don't know, man, because if you look at you look at Sanders, Minnesota. We back? Oh well, the reason I say that because look at the look at the linebackers that they had Minnesota, I mean, what in in in, in Indianapolis? Okay, sorry. We'll come back to that. Back to that. You are listening to the middle Especially on the, the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, before John Clark coming up, we have fake news right now. And with Jason in the house, Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, Aton Shander, Ron Culver, take it away. Three stories, one of them's fake. It's our job to determine which one. Jason, the only one last time. Yes. So this one should be fun. All right, guys, ready? Yes. Well, we hope it's fun. In, in a hold my beer moment, right? Mm-hmm. Portland State's new men basketball coach, Jace Coburn, absolutely buried Nick Sirianni's rock, paper, scissors comment with his own absurd comment. What was the comment? Uh, about how, him, his coaching philosophy. Audio may or may not be uh, available to you all. Mm-hmm. Wait, so we won't if the audio is available, we wouldn't hear it until after this segment right. confirm oh, it's real so or not. That would confirm it's real. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hmm. Well, who was the guy again, Ron? Jace Coburn. He's the new head coach for men's basketball at Portland State. Mm-hmm. A coach. That's coach on coach crime. It is. Did he come from the Trailblazers staff? I have no idea, but his comments about coaching, about his toughness, bury Nick Sirianni's. Do they bury Dan Campbell, who is going to knock knees off of people's bodies? This is probably the most absurd thing you've ever heard. Hmm. Okay. I can't wait to hear it. Here's why it's real. Yeah. Because Ron yes, is just my audio yes, exactly. and I can't wait to play exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> I want instant reactions. It, so it, really, it, you guys have a 50 you know what? It, it's it's so killing Ron that he can't play this cut right now. And I wonder, should we and just kill the know. segment and let Ron play it? <laughs> if we do, if we do, you guys got to spend the rest of the segment talking about it. And I really want to hear Barrett's take on a coach. If a coach ever said this to him, does this allow this would this make him want to Run through a brick wall. Hmm. <laughs> All right, story two. All right, well, okay, yeah, story two. Story number two, a couple felt compelled by God to hold their wedding at a 16,000-square-foot Florida home, sent out invitations, did the whole nine. Unfortunately, they were turned away on the day of their wedding. Why? 
They never got received permission from the owner of the house. <laughs> That's why. Okay. okay. That can't happen. You can't do that. No. I, no. I can see that happening. And finally, story number three, auction alert. You have the chance to bid on a small pewter box that belonged to Tsar Nicholas I of Russia, which contains pieces of his peeled skin. Mm. Mm. So, gonna, yeah, yeah, go ahead. I'm going to say story two is fake. I agree. I think three is real. Yeah, so do I. And story two, I think, you know, he threw in Florida. It might be a true story, but he added Florida in there, I think. And I, to me, that's a red herring. And you always put a deposit down for your your venue, so that I, I just don't buy it. Plus, well, people I don't think Ron could come up with pewter. People are morons. Oh yeah, you get you don't give him Culver credit for having wow. pewter in his uh, back pocket. No, okay. I think he'd go with a brand, like a, a a wood box. I know pewter. Ron Culver has re- referred to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as the pewter pirates in the past. So mm. I, I maybe hmm, I don't know. I'm double in. I'm okay. double in. I'm going with two. All two. So everyone is number two. Yep. All right, you all are wrong. Number <laughs> two is actually a true story. This couple felt compelled by God that they would be able to hold their wedding here. Unfortunately, they never sought out the owner to see if they could actually use the house. Wow. A store showed up at the gate one day, and the owner ended up having to call the cops. Story number three is fake. Uh, they were here for our wedding. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I just picture the Blues Brothers like we're on a mission from God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what I That's see. That's right. But. You're right. <laughs> we're on a mission from God. I've been waiting for the head coach of Portland State, Jace Coburn. I, I do believe that these comments are a lot worse than Nick Sirianni's comments. The other thing is, is I'm hungry and passionate. I don't eat breakfast in the morning so I can come to work hungry. So when I get to lunch, I'm hungry. And that's just the kind of person I am. I know my 2003 Chevy Tahoe's got a lot of play this week so far. But, like, it doesn't have AC. And it doesn't have heat. And the reason I do that is so I can practice my mental toughness during the winter when it's cold. And I can practice my mental toughness during the the summer when it's hot. That's the type of person I am. An idiot. Wow. (laughs) That's now, just that dumb. Make you want to jump through a brick wall? Yeah, and transfer. This is at his press conference, by that, the way. That would make I'd call my parents immediately and say, I think we made a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> That's just me. He he's a I, mixture of Nick Sirianni and Gabe Kapler. This wow. I'm trying to think thing. of coach I had like that. Um but can we also talk you about him ripping Barry. off? That's the thing. You never, never. like that. No, never. But stole Jason Kelsey's thing too. If I don't eat breakfast, then I'm pissed. Right? Hungry dogs run yeah. faster. Yeah. Is this guy from around here? Did he grow up in Reading? No, no. He he was. I had the wrong guy. He's actually a west a West Coast cool. guy, okay. and it was was a Portland State assistant coach before becoming the head coach. Okay, oh, West Coast guys are usually that. softer. We 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 like our breakfast three times mm-hmm. a day. <laughs> what a, this, <laughs> you're right. It is worse than rock paper scissors. Well, it, I mean, it is. Yeah, I mean, paper scissors look great. Stupid I, platitudes. Yeah, I can I can I can accept that though. I mean, I I, I could play for that guy. Like, calm down. You're at Portland State. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, you're not you're not coaching Gonzaga here. You're right. Portland right. State. Yeah. Have a bagel and locks and end it. Jeez. Oh my goodness. Yeah, man. That's a- 
Turn the AC on. Get comfortable. How ridiculous is that? Like you think that's going to make you mentally? Tough. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Can we hear that one more time? Just jack it. Let's let's hear it one more time. This guy, man, unbelievable. The other thing is, is I'm hungry and passionate. I don't eat breakfast in the morning so I can come to work hungry. So when I get to lunch, I'm hungry. And that's just the kind of person I am. I know my 2003 Chevy Tahoe has got a lot of play this week so far, but like it doesn't have AC and it doesn't have heat. And the reason I do that is so I can practice my mental toughness during the winter when it's cold. And I can practice my mental toughness during the, the summer when it's hot. That's the type of person I am. Yeah. I, I tell you, this shut up and buy a new car. Sort of avoid, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> avoid. Hold on, hold on. I can just see Harry. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> if, I, if I was one of his players and he rolled that out to me, I'd be shut up and buy a new car. I'm transferring. <laughs> Out. Here's the problem with a coach like that. He goes to his players like, hey, it's summertime. You're going to. Uh, you can't sleep in air conditioning because you're not getting mentally tough. Right. And they judge things on stupid things like that. Bro, but that was old school coaching back in the day. That was old school. I remember you couldn't get a water break. And a water oh, yeah? break. Water breaks are for, for you know, for yeah, peace. until Corey Stringer died. Yeah, right, right. It wasn't until then that they started. Right. I can remember going practice without having a drink or anything. Dehydrate. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can remember almost fainting and everything else. Because you weren't tough and you went to got something to drink. Oh, look, you're not even tough. Right. Well, not today. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like the guys that don't wear sleeves that. in the cold. Well, yeah. right. I was a lineman. A lot of things that get, that get swept under, it's not just, hey, if you're hurt in a game, you'll lose your job if you don't play. Let's say you're playing for a coach who doesn't like you or doesn't love you. And you know that any little opportunity you can give this coach, like all loafing it in practice or any, even if you're not, you're going to do everything you can to stay away from that. Butch Davis. That's why I, I never played in a real game for the Browns. He wanted to get me out of there so bad. You know why? You know why he um, he cut me? He cut me because of one play. We had we had uh, 17 power, and I was the left guard. Mm-hmm. No, I was the right guard, and I pulled around and I went into the um, I went into the 15 hole instead of the 17 hole. So I went between I went in between the guard. And the um, tackle instead of going from the tackle in the um, in the end, right? And I plowed through there because I saw an opening. As I'm going through the opening, the middle linebacker was running through that hole, and I hit the middle linebacker, and the back followed me instead of bouncing it outside. And that's the guy who was, I was supposed to. That's my responsibility, but it was supposed to scrape all the way outside. He said, "Get get this guy out of here. Get him out of here." So I'm like, "What?" Uh, all right, so I got he was out. just looking for a reason, right? So and you were looking for week, a reason, frankly. Yeah. Later <laughs> on in the week, you know, he came, Brooksy. Man, what were you thinking about on that uh, 17, uh, 17 power? I'm like, like, yeah, John Clark. <laughs> that was four days ago. It's the middle. Jay Farm. Go ahead, go ahead. So I was like, it's four days ago. Are you kidding me? Four days ago, and you're coming to me about that? Long story long, the very next week, I got my walking papers. Because of that one play. And I was starting, starting. He brought in this kid from Miami that played underneath him, played when he was in Miami. The guy never touched the field. And then 9-11 happened, and I ended up staying out for like three weeks, and then I went to Denver. But, man, it was crazy. They cut me over one play because he wanted his guy there. He was just looking for a reason. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. There wasn't nothing I could do. I could have had a perfect camp, and he still let me go. What's up, babe? Where's she at? Her car's there? Hey, let her downstairs there. Oh, we on break. Well, I played for some strange coaches in my day, man. But I mean, when when you were younger, man, you just didn't have that opportunity, man. It, everything was like you had to be hard, you had to be tough. Yeah, you know, everything was about toughness. You walking around with a broken arm. Oh, I'm, I'm tough. I'm still I'm still out there playing. Arm is literally broke. <laughs> my last year in Philly, the second for the last game, I had broke my ankle. Literally broke my ankle. They told me it was a high ankle sprain. Went out the next day. I mean, throughout the next week, played in the game, started the game, played against the Washington uh, football team, played in the game with a broken ankle, mm. left, went to Detroit that very next year. They didn't want me back, and they um, took my MRI, broken ankle, bro. I had a, I have a, I, right now, to this day, I have a piece of bone, a uh, dead bone in my ankle. Mm. Oof, me too. <laughs> oh, big, you, 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 you hit yours. played in it, yeah. Yeah. You ever have these things, these veggie straws? Oh, the veggie straws. Yes, yes, They're yes. awesome. Yeah, like a new, beef straw. My new snack instead of potato chips. and They come in green, like green yeah. and orange. Green and orange yeah. and yellow. They taste and, like a, yeah. a French fry hair. They do. Yep, mm, they kinda. do. Yeah. yeah. My kid, my, I've been getting them for years with my kid, for my kids. I you prefer a beef straw, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you ever have the beef straw? A cheesesteak straw. Yeah, baldy. You know how kids these days, they, straw, do eat, yeah. they eat a lot more healthier than we do, than we did growing mm. up. Way, Way more, more healthier. Options. Right. <laughs> right. That's exactly what it is. You're right. You're right. I don't know, man. McDonald's just had a quarter pounder shortage like two months ago. So. Oh, yeah? Yeah. People that was like a delicacy to me when I was growing up. That's my favorite item at McDonald's, though, the QP with cheese. Yeah, it is. I'm not going to tell you mine. All right, here we go. <laughs> Welcoming in. Back on Sports Map Radio. I played a couple of them at Rock, Paper, Scissors, right? That was as easy as that. Rock, Paper, Scissors. Let's see how competitive you are. I'm competitive. I'm going to be talking trash to him. Did you talk trash back to me, right? Um, Jeopardy. There's different ways to do it. It looks a lot of different ways. Anything you compete at, when you compete with somebody that's competitive – they're going to go at you no matter what. John Clark is one of the most recognizable faces in sports from athlete to media. And you can follow him at J Clark NBCS. You can see him on NBC Philadelphia, 6, 11 p.m. Eastern weekdays. And right now joining us on the middle. What's up, John? How you guys doing? There's a lot of uh, pictures, boxes up here, a lot of faces. Uh, yeah, man. It's the Brady Bunch open. <laughs> <laughs> Used to seeing this mug right across me when we did have an office, right? I uh, know. I miss I miss the noise. 
Right. <laughs> was Barrett just loud to be loud? Is that what you're telling us? Oh, yeah, and I love it. I love Bro, it. I have to, man. I got to keep things going, man. I have to keep things going, man. Yeah. And when we're I, in there, when, when when we're in there in the studio watching uh, the Eagles games, and I got a question about the guard play, that's who I look to. He can break it down within five seconds every play. Okay, but what kind of a rock paper scissors guy is Barrett, though? <laughs> and that's really the question. Yeah, um, we haven't done that. <laughs> what, what Barrett is not the guy that throws paper. <laughs> what was the, what was your take on yesterday with the coach? Well, look, I, I think um, I think in Philadelphia, especially when people are winning, we like them. When people are losing or an organization is losing, we don't like them. And I go back to John Cruck. Remember in 93, everybody yeah. loved him, that he was a little overweight. Uh, you know, he had the mullet. He was chewing gum. The next year when the Phillies were losing, everybody's like, man, these guys are out of shape. They're fat. Um, so I think it all has to do with where the organization is right now. They had a terrible season, a losing season. We saw a breakup with the coach, the quarterback, a lot of these things. So I just really think anything that is Eagles related right now gets negativity. I personally like the fact that his personality and the true Nick Sirianni came out and you could see how comfortable he was. And I don't think it means that he's, deciding or the Eagles are deciding one guy over another because of rock, paper, scissors. It's just an example of the mundane Zoom interviews that happen. I got to be honest with you, these draft picks, you talk to them, they say it's ridiculous. Some days they have 13 hours of Zoom interviews. So you got to keep it loose in some way. So I I don't have a problem whatsoever. Um, I'm glad that his true genuine self is coming out now. Do I know if he can coach? No, but I'm willing to give him a shot. Well, at this point, man, you're always tied into to everything, you know, about the Eagles. And um, I know you'll have the pick before everybody else because you'll be at the airport, you know, <laughs> picking up the first round draft choice, you know, when he does get here. But at this point, where do you see what's the direction you see this Eagle team going, you know, from, you know, just what you've been hearing around the organization and, you know, which way do you think they'll go with the draft pick? Number 12. That's a great question. Uh, you want to you want to make an airport trip like you did that one time for Golden? Yeah, Tate? he he let me have one time when it was a uh, Golden Tate. He gave me the information. And I was able to be the first guy there. So yes, he Wait, did share us one time. It wasn't yeah, even like a co visit. John just handed you over the yes, he trip? did. Yes, he couldn't wow. make it. He couldn't wow. make it, so he trusted me with the information, Thanks. and I was able to take a camera over there and interview uh, Golden Tate. I was the first interview for him in Philadelphia. All, don't expect all because stuff of like that to happen on this show, Barrett. Right? We, we don't do that. We'll take. We need all the credit we can get individually. Right? Aton doesn't have well. enough jobs. He's going to do it. Barrett is a good airport wingman. I'm yeah. telling you. Nice. Uh, but that's a great question about what they're going to do because I go back and forth about will they trade up a couple spots if one of their guys is there, like Horn or Sertain at cornerback or Waddle or Smith at receiver, could they get up to 9 or 10? Yes. Uh, they've, they've got 11 picks. They've got flexibility, as Howie Roseman says. Um, but, you know, I keep going back to how football games are won and offensive and defensive linemen, as Barrett knows. Um, so it, it depends on their evaluation of Jordan Mailata and Andre Dillard. But, you know, if, if an all-pro left tackle is sitting there, or they could trade up a spot or two to get him. I wouldn't put that past him because um, 
you know, you, you, you've seen the statistics about how offensive linemen quickly adjust and the transition is a lot easier for linemen and they work out more in the first round than receivers. So um, they could go any which way. I got a sneaky feeling. I, I think they like Horn a little bit more than Sertain at cornerback. And, you know, I, I would think Waddle would be the receiver, but I think you could go any of those ways. Lineman, receiver, or corner. John, one of the things that really bothered me about the press conference was that Howie was still kind of in this mode of justification for his picks and that, uh, you know, the the draft isn't an exact science. But is it time for this team to let us know who has the final decision so we know who to hold culpable? Because we know the owner's involved. We know that the scouts are in and Andy Weidel and all these people. But what we don't know is who is actually making that final call on the pick. I think we need clarification on that. I think you've got it. It's Howie Roseman. That's Not me. Jeffrey oh. Lurie. Huh? Not Jeffrey Lurie. You know, I've talked to some people, um, and and the word that I get is that Jeffrey is very active and involved. He challenges each department on decisions or their thought process and asks really good questions. But I was told that he has never once said, take this guy or you need to draft this guy. Um, Howie Roseman gets input from let's let's say Jeff Lurie does have input. He's not saying take this guy or you should go this guy over that guy. But let's say Jeff Lurie has some input. Then you have the coaching staff and the fit. Then you have the scouts who've done all the legwork and have in person you know, at least before interviewed these guys and seen them, then you've got an analytics department. So that's a lot of different people. And it's not different than other organizations. There's there's a lot of voices. But Howie Roseman, in my personal opinion, I think he has to listen to the scouts. But he seems to listen to the owner. <laughs> let's take a look at last year. What's that? He, he seems What's to that? listen to the owner. When the owner says, I really like this guy, and then you don't take him? Then all yeah. of a sudden you look bad. There, there, John might have missed that just because there was a little blip on there. Yeah, okay. I mean, when the owner says, "I really like this guy, John," <laughs> let's let's start over. Let's just reset. I think John, you're on a, a slight delay, so let's just reset. I can, I can hear everybody, but but my point is, is that last year, let's say Howie Roseman, and he told me this. He said. The fit of Jalen Rager was better for what the coaches want. Let's say that that's the case, okay? Those coaches are gone now. So you have to pick the best player. You have to pick the best player. I understand when you talk about fit, but you know what? We don't know what coaching staff will be here in two years. You know, so you have to go with the best player. If that means Justin Jefferson over Jalen Rager, best player, then you do that. Um, So I think it's best player. Listen to the scouts. And fit is one thing, but a coaching staff may not be here in a couple of years. Wow. All right, let's uh, can we switch it up to the Sixers, John? Where is Ben Simmons, and what what has been going on with him for the past couple of nights? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, Doc Rivers, he joked, I'm not a real doctor. That's just my nickname. And uh, that Ben has some sort of illness, not COVID-related, but maybe some sort of stomach illness or something like that. Um, I, I think there's a possibility that he could be back tonight because I think he was going to make the trip. Now that could have changed, uh, after the game last night, but that was the plan. 
Um, but, you know, you have another game against Milwaukee on Saturday afternoon. Uh, you know, I would think he's back by then, but it, it's some sort of stomach illness. And and you've seen, I mean, they've been down three starters, two starters the last two games. And uh, a lot is put on Joel Embiid's plate, so much yeah. so he's not only being double teamed, he's being triple teamed, quadruple teamed. They're throwing everything at him. John, real quick, I know you said it's not, and Doc, the team has said it's not COVID-related, and we know the scare that happened in the All-Star game, All-Star weekend, if you will. But I wonder if this, I don't know if Ben Simmons has been vaccinated, if you know that. I know that over the weekend, I was one of, I think, a lot of people, right, who got that second shot and was knocked out. And I wonder if there is something as NBA players, right, more NBA players are getting vaccinated. I don't think that it's a full-on Everybody at one point got them. Is there anything to that, do you think? You know, that could be. Uh, that's a good point. Um, I know Archie Bradley, uh, he said when he got his shot that uh, it kind of knocked him out for a day. And uh, and I'm not saying that the vaccine did this, but he said out of nowhere he had the pain in his side. He, he just didn't know yeah. where it came from. He, he didn't eight. know yeah. how he got hurt. So so I, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I agree that that could be a possibility. And uh, and and Doc Rivers did say that he thinks a lot of the Sixers and all their personnel have been vaccinated. So that could be, but I don't know that. Got it. At this point, you know, we were talking about it earlier, but do you really think that Embiid and both Ben have lost any consideration as defensive player of the year or MVP of the year? Are they out of this whole competition now because these these games they haven't been in? You know, that's a good question, Bear, but I, I don't think so. I mean, I think when you look at the record of Joel Embiid, um, Joel Embiid's record when he plays this year, d d I could be off, but I think they're like 30 and 10, and there's no one else that can come close to that. And you saw him last night. He came back in the game midway through the fourth quarter, and he scored 14 straight points at one point. Uh Joel Embiid is the most dominating player in the NBA. And then you say defensively, I think, I think, and this is a great discussion. It's a good question, Barrett, because I think overall, Joel Embiid fec affects the game more defensively than Ben Simmons. But I think Ben Simmons is the better guarding defenseman, uh, defender, meaning like Joel Embiid overall, when he's in the game, you see that guys change their plan about going to the bucket. Ben Simmons can guard just about anybody. So is he the better one-on-one -on -one defender? Yes, but Joel Embiid really changes the game defensively, and I think they're both up for it. Yeah, see, this is where I think we get in our, our conversations, right, John, that blend the line of talking about who's the most valuable versus who's the best. And it's never the same, or it's so rare that it's the same. Even in the NBA, we have arguments, right? But I, I think the problem for Embiid is always going to be, is he out there enough? Not for us, not for people that know how good he is, wilt-like influence that he's having on both sides of the floor, but for the voters, for the people that ultimately make this decision on the award. And I think that's why a guy like Jokic not necessarily is better or that Embiid didn't lose anything. I just don't think Jokic lost any ground. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. And I think in NBA history, you see different times where it's not always the best player that gets it. Um, Steve Nash. And, 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 you know, if, 
Yeah, exactly. Steve Nash that year. But I mean, look at what Joel is doing this year. The only center that's gotten to the line more per, per game in NBA history is Wilt. And yep. Joel has really, you know, in his mind, he said this year, I'm either getting to the, I'm either going to get to the line or I'm going to make the basket. And he is dominating that way. So you've seen Joel evolve like this. And I don't think anybody has more of an effect on an NBA game than Joel Embiid this year. So that's why he would be my MVP. And the record, I think, speaks for itself. But they're going to have to come up with a, a, a criteria of how many games a guy has to play yep. to be eligible for MVP. Mm-hmm. John, hold on. I know the other guys want to jump in real quick. We're going to take a break on the network. Wrap the hour coming up next on SportsMap Radio. All right. All right. Now we're in the stream only. Not on the stream. Yeah. John's got a podcast too now, yes, uh, everybody to too. And it's called Take on. Off. Right. Yeah. So you Go can ahead. get that wherever podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. He's got great guests on there too, man. Oh. Everybody's got a podcast. <laughs> Was the name of that inspired by uh, the Strange Brew? <laughs> <laughs> Take Off. Eight. Take Off, you hoser. <laughs> Take, Take Off. Eight. Oh, no. Is he in a tunnel? Uh-uh. uh-uh. What was that other guy's name? It Bob was and Doug Coulier. McKenzie? Who was the other guy? Oh, um... Am I okay? You hear me? Was it Bob? No, it wasn't Dave Coulier. No, that... it's Bob. It's Rick Moranis and Dave Thomas. Yeah, Dave Coulier was the guy from... Uh, full House. Full House. Yeah. Was it a full House? Yeah, Full yeah. House. And then... <laughs> Oh, you know, Dave Coulier was on that show, America's Funniest People, and my godfather who came on and talked about American Gladiators, he was the EP for that show, too. Oh, wow. As as much praise as we had for Aton on American Gladiators, we should have ripped him for America's (laughs) Funniest People. (laughs) (laughs) JC, so what are you doing for your draft coverage? Go ahead, John. What? I I think I might be there with you, Barrett. I think, are you going to be in studio? Yeah, I have to be in studio, man. Yeah. And they've been busting my chops about it because nice. I can't be on the middle, man. You know, they say my loyalty lies with them. I say, well, at this point, the, the almighty dollar is pulling me towards. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> pulling me towards check. going. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we'll That's be we'll be in the studio topic. together. All right. Okay, cool. I'll be good to see you there. Definitely, bro. Definitely. When uh, when they make a shocking pick that everybody uh, gets angry about. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah, I, I, who would that be? The shocking pick? Yeah. Well, um, I, I think it would be a lineman. Yeah, but it, okay, here's here's that's a great great answer, John. And I'm curious to follow up real quick. Possible if they took Slater or Pay, like Slater, you could argue right right below Sewell, best second best offensive lineman on the draft. If they take guys that are ranked high, even Kuwaiti Pay, right, who's played. Do you still think it elicits that same reaction as, oh, my God, they drafted fill-in-the-blank. They have no freaking clue what they're doing. Because I agree with you. People will be upset if they don't draft corner slash wideout. But do you think it'll be like outrage? Yeah, I mean, I remember those Andy Reid years when they would draft a lineman in the first round and everybody's like, oh, because they want the sexy pick, the receiver and stuff like that. Uh, but, but if you look, Look over these Super Bowl teams and teams that are continually successful. It is that offensive line stability, as Barrett Brooks will tell you. I mean, you know, if if 
if the line gives the quarterback extra time, then Jake Rager is Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Hold on real quick, John. Anton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, John Clark joining us. Final couple of minutes here on the show, and we're, we're getting some great insight here as far as everything across the board from the Eagles to the Sixers. John knows the pulse of what's happening with our athletes and teams better than even some athletes. I bet you John has scooped news about – like, have you done that before? Have you scooped something about a player? I'm sure, right? Like, scoop something about a player and the player finding out about it based on you reaching out to them? Um, You know, that actually, that actually hasn't happened with me. I'll tell you, I mean, back in the day, before Twitter, before Internet, you used to hear these stories about – Old school sportscasters would like inform Mo Cheeks that he was traded before like the team could tell him because they didn't have cell phones. Um, but I think I think nowadays um, I think nowadays teams are getting smart that they have to tell the player right away because um, you know that's going to get out on Twitter and social media real quick. But no, I have not been able to do that yet. Well, he has put me in a situation where I was told something by a player. And then he comes up, hey, B, uh, have you heard this? He'll pull me and say, hey, B, you heard this? And I'm looking at him like, well, John, who told you that? Because the player had just told me, and, and John knew before anybody else did. And <laughs> I can't say anything because it's, you know, in confidence of me, and I've had that relationship with the player. But he was able to break it because I couldn't break it, you know. So he has been in those type of situations with myself. Got it. Okay. It's curious. Curious. At Jay Clark NBCS on Twitter. Yep. And one more time on the show, John, for everybody out there, radio and stream who can hear it and follow along and subscribe. That's the big thing. We want you to subscribe. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I started a, po- a podcast, Take Off with John Clark. We had Bryce Harper, Doug Peterson, Daryl Morey. Uh, just had Daniel Jeremiah. And uh, you, you can go on wherever you listen to podcasts, Spotify, uh, Apple, and please subscribe to take off with john clark i love the format you guys have here we can just talk and, yeah. uh, and work things out and understand the why of things so yeah take off with john clark i appreciate the plug for the podcast well john, all right bro on your way you, out, you give us too much credit we don't work much out on this <laughs> <laughs> thank you john thanks john. You, bro see you sunshine hey good <laughs> the majority don't even work out that's the thing Right. Well, he goes and plays. He plays tennis, man. Yeah. Religiously. Big tennis guy. Yeah. yeah. Overtime coming up next. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. All right, overtime here. Jason Martinez in the house. It's Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, Aton Shatter, The Middle. Jacob Media, YouTube page, phillyvoice.com slash The Middle. That was great from John, man. He yeah, knows things, stuff. man. He gets in He gets in tight. I, th- I think the guys over at the NovaCare system trust him, uh, to, 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 especially since, you know, D-Gun isn't. With uh, NBC anymore, I think they kind of switched over to him as mm. far as you know, uh, sending information out to everybody because you know he's such a good um, uh, reporter. So you know he's taking over B Gun's spot over at NBC as far as being the guy that they want 
not necessarily leak stuff to, but want right. the public to get from the organization. Okay. He's my neighbor. Is oh, he? is he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. He lives five doors down from me. Oh, did he not back three doors down here? No, no, not three <laughs> doors down. <laughs> Superman. Not, <laughs> did he did he li uh, live there for a while, like back when I was not too far from you? Uh yeah. He's been, oh, okay. he he was here before I got here. I did not know that. Yeah. Well, he's, he's a Carson. He's, <laughs> he's living a life, man. Bachelor life, man. He's he's oh yeah. He's good, bro. You know what I'm saying? I mean, mm -hmm. the, the world is at his the world is at his feet. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. For now, all right. Uh, what what do we got tonight here? Okay, we we waited two hours. We kept we purposely kept Martinez waiting for two hours because we didn't want him checking out. All right, and playing one of those Les Pauls he's got hanging behind. Yeah. But those that's a nice rack, by the way. You got back there. Yeah, I see that beautiful rack. What do you What do you have? Let's start. I got four already on the docket tonight. What do you got? Wow. Tonight? four yeah but but you're more important here you're going to give out the end the rare nhl picks that we only get tuesday and thursday i'll take even money with the uh washington capitals taking on the islanders at nassau county coliseum uh it's it's even 100 plus 100 uh slight fave for the Isles at minus 120 so but i'll take washington in that game i'll take uh carolina on the road tonight in florida as a favorite minus 125 and I got a couple of plays inside the Flyers game because Mika Zibanejad this year in six games has seven goals and eight points. Yeah. Take He's killed him, the Flyers. Killed them. He's got 23 mm. points in 30-plus games career against yeah. the Flyers, but in six this year, 15 points. So take Zibanejad either as your opening scorer or Panarin. Panarin since March 30th. Two averaging two points per game, basically twenty three points, eight goals, fifteen assists in his last twelve games. He's on fire. Well, you can take one of those guys as the first goal scorer of the game. Sabanajet is an ugly rat too. Oh man, he oh, is. There. He is an ugly rat. <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing he's rich. I know. Quick on that though, the I'm looking at this here. The goal total for the Rangers is three and a half for the game, and I can get that at plus one oh five. Hmm. Knowing that the total that the Flyers love going over, and I know it's a high total, but even still, like just because it doesn't hit seven goals doesn't mean it's not going to hit six and then right. well to hit the over. So yeah. I think can we kind of cheat a little bit with Flyers opponents and look at opponents total goals and start looking at that as over? Well, they played a two-one game last game, but that that being said, the Rangers have outscored the Flyers thirty-one to sixteen this year. Mm -hmm. They have the best goal game. differential in the division. Now, part of that's propelled by a nine-nothing win over the Flyers and an eight-three win, yes. but it's it still stands to reason. Okay. Any other individual there? Player props at all around the board? Um, I, I would uh, I, I would put Giroux on the over on the half assist or half a point. In the game as well, he has a chance to tie Brian Prop as the as third all time in franchise history at 849 points. Wow! And he's been playing well of late, so I would go with Giroux. I, the Flyers arrested for the first time in a while too. So, okay, okay, not bad. I like it. All right, we got. Uh, let's see, Caps on the money line plus 105, Canes minus 125. The two that or three technically that you laid out. I think that's that's so all. Awesome. Panarin, and Giroux. And Giroux, right? Now, I want to make sure the it's last the moose one. tonight, too. By the way, uh oh, wow, Barrett's in. Trip. Barrett's Over. in now. Moose, <laughs> what are uh, the I gotta watch them. That moose gets pulled, not high, zero. 
Zero? Alex Lyons backing up. He'll yeah. probably oh, get the game that. tomorrow. I, I didn't know Hart was out out like that. Yeah, yeah Hart he's didn't got, make the trip, right? Yeah, he's got some yeah. uh, knee, uh, uh, a, a mild knee sprain. He should be fine. Sure he doesn't have the Rangers-itis? Yeah. The itis? <laughs> he sure he doesn't have <laughs> the Rangers-itis? <laughs> uh, all right, let me throw these in here and get you a nice little seven-ticket round robin for you on top of Jay's three plays if you wanted to add the Whatever, because you can only do one for the Flyers. Pistons first quarter money line, you're going to get them at plus 160. They're on the road. Spurs going to have a nice little letdown from there. Pelicans taking on the Magic. Magic going to score points, and the Pelicans do better than anybody. Over 221 there. That's actually a lower number because it's in Orlando. Look, Orlando could score 90, and this thing's still going to go over 221. I love, love the Celtics tonight. Suns coming off that game last night. It was a tough fight. There's going to be a letdown factor. Celtics are playing significantly better. They're coming off of a loss, and they're getting one and a half at home. And then lastly, just lay the eight, right? Just lay the eight and see what the hell happens. I think this is one of those games tonight with the Sixers and Bucks. if you're betting it, where you kind of just have to play the Bucks. You kind of just, based on what's going on, and, and if, yeah. it, if it hits, that's great. If it loses, you kind of just chalk it up and move on, right? Mm-hmm. I agree. I'm all, all right. over the Bucks. Okay. Anything else that we can throw in here? Because we got a well. I, I guess what happens if they lose two? Well, t- tomorrow we'll have a lot to talk about. Assuming they lose this game in Milwaukee, but if they lose the next two to the Bucks, you're now talking about a team that's going to fall out of first place. Give the Bucks one and a half games out of first place. Everybody's so focused on Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Bro- Brooklyn is Twitter. Milwaukee is real life. Mm-hmm. Everybody's on on the phone. Oh my god! I got to that, That's the Brooklyn Nets. Meanwhile, here comes real life, just ready to punch you in the face because you've been looking at your phone the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, let's put a bow on it. Well, we got to go ten minutes, otherwise I'm gonna get, we're going to get in trouble. We got to oh, go ten. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I did not know the. What did this start? Yeah. Well, we didn't go 10, and we were told to go 10. Oh. Yes, I thought I that was. I was not aware. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought that was a widely no. I, I don't know. Because we didn't, didn't do any that. overtime on Monday. Well, that's fine, because you went two hours entirely on the stream. Right. So the the show does take breaks, if you will, even when we run commercial breaks. So the overtime segment at 10 minutes is going to attract a lot more listeners uh-huh. or viewers, if you will, as opposed to like a shorter segment. That's all. But gotcha. anyway, we got uh, 90 seconds. So gotcha. anything no, I mean, that, that's that's good to know, man, because I didn't yeah, know it, but I, I didn't know that. Oh, no, there's, no, always no, some, there's always something to talk about, man. Look, Sander does a really good job of communicating where the analytics and the data can help us. And right, right. as we all know, in TV and radio, the old Jewish man, Sander. Yeah. The old Jewish man, Xander. Exactly. The old, the old <laughs> Jewish man. Remember you ever when you think that he was the old Jewish man, Xander? <laughs> you don't remember that, huh? I don't remember that. Yeah. That's what I called him. Yeah. Yeah. He pops up on the screen. This little young guy. I'm like, yo, what the hell is going on? <laughs> I do remember that. That was hilarious. Oh, that my goodness. Name. What you guys got going on this weekend, though, man? Playing any golf? Uh, Playing I don't know golf both days. I'm going fishing on on Saturday. I'm it's going to rain Sunday, supposedly, but yeah, it is supposed to rain. So I'm going to go fishing on Saturday. I might go hit me a couple uh, on the range. Yeah, on Saturday morning. Yeah, 
Yeah, it was it was his wife's birthday was yesterday. So mm. oh I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. So I, I get to get out of jail free pass because they're going to Atlantic City. Her, my daughters, cousins, and all that stuff oh. are going up to Atlantic City. Wow. To well, celebrate. Trip. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, I'm 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 kicking it. Well, have fun. Have fun. We'll we'll see you on Monday, right? Yeah. What about I'm, Havlicek? I'm, you want to <laughs> I'm gonna run eight miles. We had eight miles every game. Exactly. Right. We'll see you. Now we get out of here. It's overtime. Thanks for hanging with us. A little extra here. We are here each and every Thursday, courtesy of Book It Sports. It's the middle Jacob Media YouTube page and Phillyvoice.com slash are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.